Blog Talk Radio. The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. Say what? The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. The Phoenix is rising. It's rising, rising, rising. The Phoenix is rising, 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 rising. The Phoenix is rising, 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 The Phoenix is rising, is rising, rising, rising. Welcome to Warrior of Compassion Reflections, where we reflect current events back to you. Despite being beat down, censored, silenced and betrayed, the voice of freedom still speaks out. Join us as we bring the truth to you on Warrior of Compassion Reflections, where we reflect on the current events of the day not only from the progressive viewpoint, but the humanitarian viewpoint. Visit our website www.nextstepcoaching.mysite.com and consider becoming a patron to support our mission to create a world of justice, equity, and compassion. In our society, being human religiously and being loving and kind is often called being socialist or communist. Just like a country, when it begins to treat all of its citizens with love, compassion and justice. On Warrior of Compassion Reflections, we reflect on this dilemma and the twisting of words and phrases that thwart democracy, so we can break free from the mental manipulation. Now, your host, Dr. Om Prakash Gilmore. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show. We're back after a little bit of a break. Left the country for a while. Relaxed in Costa Rica, sitting on the porch, listening to the rain during the rainy season, and then watching the sun come up. It was a beautiful time, a time of rest and relaxation and tranquility. The thing is there, since they were having almost a thousand taste of COVID a day, everything was really being shut down. What they meant by shut down was that you had to wear masks in public events. Things closed at 10 o'clock at night because apparently a lot of the Ticos next to party after that time. And that was the shutdown. So it was good to be in a place where people were wearing masks to protect other people. Things were happening, but there was no whining, no crying, no little babies trying to pretend that they were strong by not wearing masks or caring about the people right next to them or agreeing with a man who calls all Mexicans rapists and 
says all black people are too lazy to work. A man who hates poor people. Who hates everybody. It was so good to be in an atmosphere free of such hatred and stupidity. It was hard to come back. I've only been back for about a week. And it seems like the atmosphere, the milieu, the power of that stupidity and the ignorance and the violence and hatred and competition is already starting to seep back into my senses as I feel drained just living in this United States. I walk around. I look at all the cars, I look at all the houses, I look at all the things that the people around me have, including the things that I have, and I wonder how much it really helps. Why am I so dissatisfied? Because I think that in Costa Rica they had the thing that all of us really want here. We don't get what most of us want. We only get what those at the top want and those who are willing to live unfulfilled lives to take on someone else's dream of happiness. Those who can ignore their sadness or cover it with hatred or anger for other people knowing that all of the things that they have are not going to fill the hole that exists inside. The only thing that can fill that hole is unconditional love. And very few people will find it in this nation. And when you make a statement like that, especially to a group of people who call themselves spiritual, the gloves fly off. They start going crazy. Only because it hurts so bad to know that the only true conditional love that one can find is from goddess and oneself. This, of course, does not mean that one cannot find it from highly evolved spiritual beings. But the amount of highly evolved spiritual beings that we run into in our daily lives is so minuscule that we could almost say, They don't exist. What do I mean by unconditional love, caring about each other, supporting each other, helping each other to grow, not putting down people when they're not performing the way we want them to be, not hating people, 
because they don't agree with us. Accepting people for the as they are and treating people authentically as one wants to be treated. This is difficult to find in this world, especially in this country, because of my walking, my thinking, my meditating on what brings me dissatisfaction in this country has led me to one conclusion, see. Somehow, we have learned to understand comfort, lack of discomfort as the progress of humanity and the quality of life. Automatic machines, Everybody has a car who can afford one. One can take Ubers. Most of the public transportation in the United States just doesn't work because it's not scheduled for the people who work off hours. So there's very little walking because of the convenience of cars and Ubers and things like that. One's job is far away from one's home. And sometimes it has to be with a minimum wage of seven twenty-five an hour where it would take three jobs in order to rent a two-bedroom apartment. One must be choosy about the job that one does. So if one find a job, making more, they have to leave their neighborhood and go far away, commuting, spending money on gas or on train fees, when in truth, if the jobs all paid a decent living wage, people could work closer to their homes. People could develop farms and make a living selling vegetables and fruits. They cut down on the pollution, the amount of gas that it takes to ship things from all the way around the other side of the world to the United States before we got them. The food would be more fresh. There would be more accountability to the community because if the food was not fresh, people running the farms would know about it immediately. There would be jobs. Most local communities would probably eventually be almost self-sustaining. We wouldn't be seeking comfort then. We would be engaged in life and the work that consists of the things that we do to live. Walking, working in farms, picking fruit, even learning how to weave cloth and make clothing if we have the spare time to build our own buildings and houses. That is what would happen. 
but there's a problem. A lot of people here just don't want it to happen. A lot of people here don't want us to be independent or free. They want us to all be either economic slaves, actual slaves like the ones who are in prison making a dollar a day, many of whom are innocent, indentured servants like the ones who took out all those college loans everywhere from doctors to lawyers to teachers and all those people who will be in debt for the next 20 years and working off their debt. All of us have to be under the power of that few at the top. And none of us are free. That doesn't mean there aren't freedoms, of course. But these freedoms are privileges that can be taken anytime one wants. So we earn these privileges by being willing to steal other people's rights, to be like the overseers on a plantation, being willing to whip, kill, steal, and destroy our brothers and sisters for the ease of ourselves. And then in order to cope with this, we either go to a psychiatrist that tells us we are good people, even though we are constantly doing evil things, or we go to a fake Christian minister who tries to pretend like Christianity is equivalent to unregulated capitalism, the type that produces ridiculous spreads of wealth like the fact that 1% of the people have more than 90% of the wealth in the nation. They pretend as though that was God's idea and God wanted that. That makes us feel good. Blaming it on God. Instead of looking at all the real sources of our problems, those sources are the human family. And those sources are the false ideas, the false beliefs we have adopted about the way the world is, and the ones that we cling on to so that we can feel good about ourselves in a world that is unjust a world that is unjust that we are helping to promote because many of us have no choice. Thank you for being with us. We don't ask that you believe everything we say, but we do ask that you do your research on a valid search engine like dogpile.com. Please answer the following questions. 1. Do you want or need more money than you have right now? 2. 
Do you know two or more people in your network who want or need more money than they have right now? 3. Do you have $75 or more to get started with your own crowdfunding system right now? If you've answered yes to all three hit the link in the description section, watch the short video, and become part of our cooperative crowdfunding system. There are ways for us to get out of that system. One way is to become part of a crowdfunding group, a group that shares the money instead of stealing all the money and exploiting all of the people. Looking for new, friendly ways to work within this system in order to promote peace and joy and wellness and prosperity and to help everyone rise to the level that they want while still being secure. When I was young, my father was the only one working most of the time in the house. Every once in a while, my mother would do part-time work after we started school. But he was working. He had a house, one car. He had health care, Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Covered all of the family plus dental and glasses. His workplace, Allied Chemical, would have a big company picnic every year where all of the families would come together and meet, get to know each other and have fun. And every once in a while, this big truck would come up where they could buy the shoes and boots and things like that at the plant. Safety stuff at a very low discount price. We could afford to live. We didn't have a giant house, but we had a house. We had a car. Most of the time, used cars, but we had a car. We had a house full of books because my parents thought that education was the most important thing. So my father would buy sets of encyclopedias, dictionaries, all kinds of reference books for us to read. He could afford to do that because he had a decent job. And the job, looking back at it, didn't even pay that much. I think the difference was during that time, the people in this country, especially the unionized women, cared about creating a life that everyone could be fulfilled in. And at almost every level, one could at least have food, clothing, and shelter. And if one wanted the extras, they could work overtime, they could work like hell, they could plot, they could scheme, they could do whatever was necessary to move up to the top. But one did not have to be near the middle or the top just to survive. And that's the difference in this nation now. The bar for what it takes just to survive has risen higher and higher. And many people just can't make it there. They can't make it. The 
PR sort of lies uh, that says that the average income or many people are making $30,000 a year. Many people are not making $30,000 a year. If you go to the grocery store, if you go to the retail shop, if you go to those little ice cream shops, if you go to any place, you will find that most of them are making somewhere between seven twenty-five an hour. And now, if lucky, $13 an hour because they're making wages higher because no one wants to work for nothing. But just think about that. You're making $13 an hour. You're working 40 hours. What does that add up to? Really? Every week. What does it add up to? That's 500 something dollars a week if you're making $13 an hour. That would be around a little more than $2,000 a month. $2,000 a month times 12 is not $30,000. It's around $24,000. Is it not? $24,000 before taxes. Most people aren't making $13. They're making seven twenty-five. dollars so, so divide it in half. is what the majority of the people are making in this country. Not any $30,000. So even the so-called liberals and leftists and all that are not telling us the truth. They're taking the top amount of money and they're taking the bottom amount of money and they're adding them all together and they're dividing by the amount of people in the country in order to come up with a number. But that doesn't work. If I took a person who was making a million dollars and I took a person who was making one dollar and I added them together and I divided that by two, I would say the average person was between one dollar and a million dollars. And that was the average income. What is that? About half a million dollars. The numbers are fake. So we are struggling and we are fighting. We are looking for all this comfort. But we're not getting a real type of comfort we want. We want safety. We want security. And we want community. The best way to start getting safety and security and community is to begin to work within oneself to build the strength and the courage and the clearness of vision to see how things are really working, how we are in what John Icke calls the hunger game, where there are a lot of people sitting around in panels at the top, letting those at the bottom fight it out, hoping to someday get enough money and food and clothing to live comfortably.
this has to end. We have to return to a world of justice, equity, and compassion, firstly by starting to love ourselves and accept ourselves the way we are. To know that performing is not a measure of worth and dignity. It's more a measure of how much one has been trained. I remember one day I was trying out as a prop man at the circus. Yes, Circus Vargas in San Diego. We were sitting there and we were watching the person training the monkeys and this monkey was riding around. This monkey was riding horses, was riding zebras and everything. And the monkey dropped his hat by mistake and had to do a flip or something to pick the hat up. And it looked like the monkey had made a mistake. But the monkey had been trained to drop his hat on purpose and to do that flip so that everybody would laugh and love it even more. The ones of us who can drop that hat and do the little cute flip are the ones who perform best and make the most money. Time to stop depending on how well we perform. It's time for us to realize that we are beautiful, wonderful, creative beings now. And no matter how we perform, we are that. And time to realize if we are allowed to perform the things we want, things we desire to perform, the things we were created to perform in this big web of reality, instead of what people tell us to perform, we'll do it perfectly. Time for us to love ourselves and to be free and love that freedom the self-love gives. And on top of that, to find a like-minded community of people who have found the truth like that, and if necessary, begin to build a community for mutual support, and maybe even to change the world. about the things we are doing, visit our website at www.nextstepcoaching.mysite.com. You will find a lot of information there, and a donation button for Patreon, 
where you can become a patron and support our efforts to create a better world. And I'd like to thank all of you so far who have given to us so that we can put forward this dream, make it into a reality, a dream of freedom for all, and the type of comfort, the type of peace that surpasses all understanding, that type of peace that is rooted in love, devotion, and surrender. Namaste, folks. The phoenix is rising. The phoenix is rising. Say what? The phoenix is rising. The phoenix is rising. The phoenix is rising. It's rising, rising, rising. The phoenix is rising, 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 rising. The phoenix is rising, rising, rising. The phoenix is rising, is rising, rising, rising. Say what?